Welcome to the sound of supreme bliss. This is one podcast you can miss. Connecting real issues to the Buddhist teachings to get the true meaning. Come join the sound of supreme bliss. Namo Buddhaya. Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. Welcome to the first episode of Supreme Bliss. My name is Kalani and I will be working alongside my Kalyanamitta, Chavani. Namo Buddhaya, everyone. I send you all a warm welcome to the sound of Supreme Bliss. Now, Kalani has mentioned Kalyanamitta. Most of you may not know who a Kalyanamitta is. Kalyanamitta is a noble friend or a good spiritual friend. It means a special kind of friend who likes to help us practice the Supreme Buddha's teachings. It's hard to find people in the world to help us practice the Dhamma, so we can be happy knowing that we have found this rare opportunity. Dhamma is the Buddha's teachings. We have many Kalyana Mithas from being members of the Mahameonawa Youth Group in Melbourne, because we are both from Melbourne. And we will be conducting this program once a week on topics that are related to our lives and also align with the Buddhist teaching. So we hope that this program allows young adults around the world to find the solutions to their problems and to overcome difficult situations in their lives. We wish to bring Dhamma into your lives and help you work towards achieving the ultimate bliss of Nibbana. Today, we have decided to talk about this rare opportunity to learn and understand where our priorities should be. We do not get to hear the teachings of the Buddha in the Western world. It is even harder to access it during these times with the global pandemic. For example, right now in Melbourne, we're going through lockdown 2.0 is what we're calling it. Um, And physically going to a temple is absolutely unimaginable. We can't even go anywhere outside of five kilometers unless you're going to work. I think after I got into Buddhism, I've been going to the temple a lot more getting involved uh, with helping with dana, so like giving food to the monks, um, cleaning up the temples. I think I've gotten a lot more involved in Buddhism after I got involved as a youth member. Yeah, definitely. I feel like being in a youth group is is good in that way. Um, Back here in Melbourne, the only thing that I would do, and this was also when I was like in school, regardless of whether I had tuition, we, my, the Swaminathans call us the tea party because we would make and serve Gilampasa for everyone at Sil. So Kalani has mentioned Gilampasa. Gilampasa is a drink, it's a formal drink, that is consumed once you've taken the eight precepts and it's usually something like black tea or juices. Uh, anything without pulp or milk is what Gilampasa is. And- I've been doing that for, for the longest time ever since like we first came to Australia when Muhammad and I first started. That's one thing I'm very proud of. Um, no, and, and you I should be I'll proud of that. That's yeah. amazing. That's good on you. Yeah. Such a um, great memory as well. Yeah. Whether it's just, even though still is only once a month, it's still something that I'm very proud of for having that in my little book of merits, I guess. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, and it takes a lot to even be on sale, so good on you. During a time where the world may seem overwhelming and scary, it, you can help to prioritise your life and gain peace through the Buddha's teachings. And out of habit, when I get scared, um, I often start chanting the Buddha Nosati, or people know it as Itibiso Gata, 
Um, which I do that whole... too. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just habit. I was always said, it's like, if you get scared, if you have a nightmare, do that. And I was like, okay, okay. I, yeah. I didn't know what I was chanting at the time until I learned it recently. Um, but yeah, it's something that gives me comfort even today. No, that's good. And it's one of the gathas that we know um, yeah. as well. And it's very simple. It's got like a little flow to it. So um, I think it's a very easy gatha to learn. And it's about the nine qualities of the Buddha. I think that's a pretty good um, gatha to know in the time you get mm-hmm. scared. Exactly. And you form habits and that's the positive aspect to life as well. And out of curiosity, Kalani, other than your habit of chanting with Ibiso Agatha, do you have any other yeah. habits that you've kind of stuck to after learning about the Buddha's teachings? Um, well, to be honest, I think I learned the benefits of Buddhism, like the effects of what I'm doing in terms of Buddhism a little bit later. But when I was in school, we had a lot of... Um, so here in Melbourne, they, they pride themselves on their the education about mental health and things like that in school. So one of the things I would always say is, you know, meditation is really, really good. And then I got into that through school because they'll be like, whenever you're stressed, you know, it's it's always good to meditate. So more I came to the temple and the more I spoke to people who meditate a bit more regularly and then they kind of told me more of the benefits of it in terms of Buddhism and everything. That's one habit that I kept. But yeah, that's a habit I'm trying to kind of procure and be better at. Um, and also to be born at a time where we can hear Dhamma is very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also Dhamma is rare in our current lives. It doesn't like, it's not something that we see every day. Um, and we find ourselves occupying our time with social media. We have Facebook, TikTok. Oh, don't forget Instagram and Snapchat. So it's very common <laughs> to have accounts for these social media platforms. But instead of using it for gossip and wasting time on entertainment, there are other uses for it. You can try use these platforms to learn Buddhism. Because nowadays there's so much um, on there's on Facebook. There's Columbo Dhamma friends. There's Instagram. We're also the Columbo Dhamma friends. Um, podcasts on Spotify, uh, Monks in the Morning. There's so many great platforms. Um, that we can now use um, whilst also using social media. Mm-hmm. So when we, yeah. <laughs> but when you're using these social media platforms, you do get distracted and your attention is diverted and end up using it for useless entertainment. But examples are like the images that are constantly on feeds, um, like girls showing off their designer goods, handbags, jewellery, we, I get influenced. I'm human too. I see all these things. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. And then I Google the price and Amma conveniently happens to look over my shoulder and she's just like, oh, she gets so surprised. She's like, why is this so expensive? She's like, do you, you don't need these things. And she's right. She's always right. You know, your parents I'm are always, always right. <laughs> yeah. Always listen to your parents. That's definitely a lesson in Buddhism. Um. <laughs> As a result, I feel like we are conditioned and pressured, right? To achieve yeah. a similar lifestyle and we're all doing what we have seen in the Western world, which is chasing wealth. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's definitely influencing the rest of the world now as well. But, um, yeah, I do feel like as a young adult, you're always pressured to obtain the newest new because you are seeing these images. And that's just the culture of the way the world works. You, 
what you go out to lunch, you take a photo of it and you post it on social media. You, you know, you're always constantly trying to show off what you're doing, primarily centered around growing, showing off wealth and obtaining wealth. And as a result, it is very common to think that if people increase their wealth and status, they will become very happy, overjoyed and better than everyone else, because that is what you see. That, that's the image that's portrayed in this world. You know, you always see a happy girl holding the new iPhone. You never see someone holding the new iPhone being sad that they spent that, that amount of money. You know, it's that the spending money and showing off wealth doesn't make you happy at the end of the day. Unless you use that spending money of buying the iPad and the iPhone and everything and download like the good things like the Buddhist Definitely. podcasts and um, following Columbia Dumb Friends on Instagram so you're constantly reminded oh this is bad so you need to get off it maybe yeah. listen to something on YouTube it's your intention you know like if you're buying it I know so many people that buy things just to take a photo with it and then it's like it's the the joy of it is gone like the novelty of it is gone like they don't use it for all it's worth and hopefully the more you listen to this program we'll kind of dive into this a bit more in the upcoming weeks the main point to focus on is that wealth isn't everything and it isn't what's going to make you happy at the end of the day yeah and it's interesting that you actually say that um and a question that should be considered is what can we take from this life when we pass away it's actually merit you honestly cannot take anything with you. Like money, family, friends, you can't take houses, you can't take your bachelor degree, um, <laughs> your beautiful looks, you can't take any of that. Yeah, um, yeah. And the one thing you can take is merits and that is the merits that you gain from following the teachings of the Supreme Buddha. Mm-hmm. What you didn't know is being guided by Dhamma helps secure a destination for the next life. Hey, Chavani, have you have you heard the saying, what goes around comes around? Ah, uh, yes, actually. We've used that in school a lot. <laughs> it's called karma. It does not necessarily mean that what goes around will come around in this life. Um, actually, it could follow you into the next life. And that is why we should be aiming to accumulate good merits. Backtrack a bit. We may have some new listeners here. So what is merit? Merit is any kind of good deed. There was a couple of ways to collect merit. There are actually three ways of collecting good merits. The Buddha preached that merit is another word for happiness because good karma always leads to good results. So the first one is dana, um, which is giving. Uh, that could be simple things like feeding birds or giving spare to the a spare change to the homeless. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember last time, Colony, with the Mahamona Youth Group, we were actually involved in um, giving dana to the homeless in, at Melbourne City. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Dana. I didn't uh, think, yeah. you know, dana was like that, that broad of a term that could encompass everything like that. Yeah, so it's pretty much giving. I mean, I think we've all done that, but we haven't known that it, it's a way of collecting merits. So mm-hmm. I think that it's something that we should all get accustomed to and start doing it's not a lot like it's something simple like feeding birds it's so easy yeah but birds in the backyard like give them some rice or like some bird food (laughs) (laughs) but like in in, on the positive side you know you might be collecting these merits such as dana without you even noticing it like for example like i 
this is not my intent most of the time, but like I hate having spare change in my wallet. So like if I come across a homeless person, like I just like literally empty out all my spare change into their little hat because I, I don't know. It's just me. I'm a little OCD in that way. It's a good habit. But <laughs> I know. But like you know what? It, it like you now I realize. Hey, I get I get some merits out of giving that. And like that's done as well. So it's not just me being selfish and emptying my wallet in that way. No, and like, yeah, you wouldn't know unless you learn about the Buddhist teachings, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the second one is sila, which is morality. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's as simple as just the five precepts. So now you're probably wondering, what's the five precepts? The five precepts is something that as Buddhists, we follow very closely and it should be incorporated in our lives as an everyday thing. It's to develop good qualities within the mind. The first one is abstain from killing beings. The second one is abstaining from stealing. The third one being abstaining from sexual misconduct. The fourth one is abstaining from telling lies. And the fifth one is abstaining from using intoxicating drinks and drugs. And it is very closely followed as a Buddhist. And the next one is bhavana, which is meditation. Meditation actually makes you calm and it creates a good co- concentration. Oh, I can I can vouch for this, guys. I did it in exam time and I'm not going to say meditation is the only reason I did okay in exams, but definitely helped. Definitely oh, helped. That's your secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, Colony, quick question. Um, mm-hmm. Before you were involved in Buddhism or as a youth member of the Mahamana uh, Monastery, did you actually ever think about what would happen in the next life or where you'll be born? To be honest with you, I was very, and I still am very goal driven. So I'm very focused on like what I'm going to achieve in this life, you know, getting your degree and then getting a job and then getting a house and like, you know, following that traditional path that a person in their lay life should follow. So I think because we are so focused on achieving those things, you we become so short-sighted, we don't actually look ahead, not, not five years ahead or 10 years ahead, which is the very traditional interview questions, <laughs> but like, hey, next life, what's actually going to happen? Um, I definitely don't think of my next life as much as I should. I am aware of it now, but before that, definitely didn't. I was very short-sighted. It was very all about, like, as I mentioned, you know, doing well in exams and then getting into that degree that I wanted. Definitely didn't think about what's going to happen after I cease to exist on this planet. Yeah, so it's just the things <laughs> in this life, right? You'd never really... Exactly. Exactly. I don't think any of us would have un- until we got into Buddhism where we kind of learn about it. Um, so you didn't think about it either? No, no, definitely not. Um, I pro- probably just thought like there was like heaven and hell, that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. I never, like we knew that, but we didn't really think, oh, where will I be born? Like it doesn't... Yeah really click into your everyday thinking yeah definitely I feel like it should be one of the things that helps with um, your decision making and what you do and it definitely didn't but something that I think we should all try to incorporate going forward Hmm. so there are many actions that we do in our everyday lives where demerits are accumulated so for example making jokes uh gossiping Um, or even breaking friendships so I feel like there's something you may or may not intentionally have done you know growing growing up in schools well growing up in school sorry 
you've definitely fallen in and out of friendships and that's something that you may unintentionally have broken. So these are things that you don't think about that you are actually collecting demerits for. And even harsh words, so swearing, um, like in, in Australian culture, you know, swearing is just so prominent. Everyone, everyone swears. And you hear like, it a lot. You hear it a lot. It's very, it's exactly, it's so normalised um, and it's just unfortunate that that's the environment that we're growing up in where such bad things are normalised. So without the guidance of the Buddha, we would not know about it. And by correcting your actions at the beginning, it helps us make better choices. So focusing our attention away from gaining material wealth and towards accumulating merits is a good segue, not only to happiness in this life, but rebirth in a better place. I I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, The Buddha preached that merit is another word for happiness because good karma always leads to good results. By learning the teachings of the Supreme Buddha, we can clearly understand the areas where we should give priority. This is why it is a rare opportunity. Since this is our first episode, we would like to get to know you and hear from you. We would like to introduce a weekly merit shout out. Firstly, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Search for The Sound of Supreme Bliss. Leave a comment or DM us of a meritorious deed that you have completed along with your name and location and we'll give you a mention in the next episode. So, for example, Chavani from Melbourne, Australia, listen to a Dhamma discussion today. The goal of this shout-out is to highlight that we can all do small things daily to accumulate merits. We would like to share the merits that we have gained with everyone today. So pull your hands together, close your eyes and think of all the good merits that you have gained. Let's share all the merits we have collected today with the heavenly beings, with our teacher, most venerable Kiribatgora Nyana Nandathero, with the venerable Sangha, and with all the participants of today's program. May you all rejoice in these merits and realize the four noble truths in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Oh, and one last thing, there are other places that you can access Dhamma as well. There's the Mahamona Facebook pages, for example, Kolomra Dhamma Friends, and regional Facebook pages. Another example is the Mahamona Youth Group Melbourne. Uh, there is the website serenecolombo.org, which has a lot of information about the Buddhist teachings and in English as well. It's got videos, podcasts, and documents that you can read. There is also YouTube, uh, Colombo Dhamma Friends. They've got one-minute sermons, monks in the morning. And there's also on Spotify, there's podcasts of monks in the morning there for you to access as well. And hopefully we'll also be on Spotify for you to have a look at too. Um, These are the platforms that you can use to keep up to date with programs, videos and live programs. Everyone, do not forget that this is a rare opportunity. Make a wise decision and use the resources that are made available to you. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Sound of Supreme Bliss, which we will talk about friendship. Namo Buddhaya. Supreme bliss You can't miss The sound of supreme bliss